SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Faith and Hope with Sweet Tea and Sass, encouraging couples to reconnect with God and with each other so they can live their happily ever after too. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Sweet Tea and Sass. Marriage is on the move. Yes. <clears throat> As we talked about last week, we were talking about conflict and how to how it easy for you to say how to deal with conflict within your marriage and know how to talk pork -pork. yeah pork and how to deal with resolving that kind of stuff and as we got toward the end of it we started talking about prayer so this week perfect follow-on segue to that is how prayer and the power of prayer can strengthen your marriage and this week's bible verse comes out of ephesians Chapter 6, verse 18, and pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and result, requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also, well, we'll, we'll skip that. That goes on to what Paul was talking to when he was talking to the Ephesians about praying for him. But prayer is the strongest tool you have as a couple. Not only praying for your spouse, which should be first, but when you pray, you need to pray for yourself to give you strength. Ask God to give you wisdom. Understanding. Ask God to give you understanding. Ask God to give you peace about whatever's going on within your marriage, whatever the situation may be. Because if you don't have peace about what's going on, it's going to create conflict between the two of you. So pray together. Pray for each other. Talk to God, which is what prayer is. Think about prayer as one thing that you have in your toolbox that you can pull out to repair your marriage. Yes. Or to strengthen your marriage. Yes. If somebody's got a screw loose, you get a screwdriver out and you tighten a screw. Well, the same thing with prayer. If things aren't working out, things are, conflict is going and there's a lot of, of outside stressors and inside stressors and everything else, prayer is a tool that you can use to get peace, to increase your peace, to increase the peace in your home, increase the peace in your marriage, to make things better. So that's something that prayer is so important. And it's something we did not do for the better part of our marriage. No, we do now, but we did not pray together on a regular basis and i mentioned this in the last episode other than saying the blessing before we ate right that was about now we prayed with the kids before they went to bed every night but um didn't pray as a couple. we didn't pray as a couple and that is key key yes. key to keeping your marriage strong and keeping your faith strong keeping your resolve strong because i mean marriage is hard yep 
life is hard. Marriage is hard. Raising kids is hard. Um, having an empty nest is hard. Being retired is hard. Um, dying is hard. I mean, everything is hard. It's just difficult here on on this planet right. and uh, this side of heaven. And if it wasn't, then what would we have to look forward to and want to go to heaven to gain right. the peace and the and everything that goes with that? So just think about that, um, you know, that it's a tool that you can have in your toolbox that you can use to increase the peace in your life. And you mentioned tool and toolbox. This is the best tool you can have right here. Yes. For your marriage. Or anything. For the word of God. Yep. The word of God talks about so many different applications in life. There's it, nothing new under the sun. No. It's nothing, all in there. Nothing new under the sun. It, like she said, it's all in there. And yeah. studying the word of God is, is something that I wish I had done way back when when i was younger yeah instead of just sitting in church and expecting to be fed or right. sitting in in a, a class and expecting to be fed nothing... i wish we had self-fed more right i have been a bible reader most of my life and a studier but i'm a i'm a learner i like to learn and it's just my natural bit right. and so it's something i naturally do and so it's it's something that i have done most of my life often own i have periods where I I don't do what I need to do but um but I wish I had studied more I wish I Me had too. prayed more and looking back um I think things would have been easier and I would have been able to deal with difficulties in life had I been more committed to prayer and bible reading right so um something you know I, I want to talk about that that we've done that we have done our entire marriage is continue dating. Yes. We have continued to go on dates, even when we had absolutely no money and three little kids that needed food and shoes and shelter and everything else. We might just go sit on a park bench by the river and talk Yep. because we had no money to spend. We had to get a grandma to come watch the kids because we couldn't pay a babysitter. Um, you know, or we'd trade off with other friends. They'd watch right. our kids and we'd go out. And then the next weekend we'd watch theirs for them to go out. So, or we'd get together and, and have a babysitter watch all of ours so that all four of us could go out together. But we have always done that. We have always set aside a special time, a regular time to continue to develop our relationship. And date night is a great way to do that. And I have some freebies that you can sign up for in the comments that are date night ideas. And uh, and yeah, they, they give you ideas of different kinds of dates and different things you can do to go on a date. Or I also have um, some conversation starters. So it, you don't wanna just be sitting on that park bench by the river, just looking at each other. Although sometimes just sitting there being quiet is a good thing. Yes. But um, you know, give you some conversation starters. I, when when I was assembling that list and reading over it, and I thought th these are some of the things that we've not ever talked about mm -hmm. in forty years of marriage. So um, so that those are good ideas to pick those up. And also remember we have a challenge coming up. So we're going to have a marriage challenge coming up to help you build and strengthen your marriage, where we will send you email prompts every day to um, to help you um, do activities and together to build and strengthen your marriage so be watching for that that's coming soon y'all mm -hmm. so another another way to strengthen your marriage 
besides prayer, besides reading the word, and read it together. You can read it and study it yourself and ask God, you know, talk to God about what you think the Bible is saying to you. But if you read it together, you can ask each other, what do you think this means? Well, I know even with us, we have separate devotionals we do every day, mm -hmm. but we will after we'll discuss it we'll talk about it and something else we've got in the habit of doing is watching sermons or um watching teaching on youtube like here like us and then we'll discuss well what do you th think that that verse right. means how did you interpret that or what what is your opinion and a lot of times we don't have the same opinion about it a lot of times we see it differently he was raised in a completely different religion. I mean, I'm not talking about like he was raised as a, as you know, a Muslim, but no, he's not a Buddhist. We were both raised Christian, but I was raised very Southern Baptist, strict down the line, Southern Baptist. And he was raised Southern Baptist part of his childhood, but then Assembly of God, which is more full faith and, and more um, full, gospel. full gospel. Yeah, not full faith. They're, they're, Char uh, charismatic. Charismatic. And so sometimes we won't agree with what is a, a scripture is is saying and we discuss it and we if we if we can come to the understanding of and and the point of the other person great if not we say okay and then we discuss it with god and right. i told him when Excuse we first me. started dating um you know i was i was really scared to go to church with him because i did all i knew was you know like speaking in tongues and falling out the floor and all these things that were so foreign and strange to me. And I said, he wanted me to church with him. And I said, I'll go to church with you, but I'm not believing anything unless I read it in the Bible myself. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And so we still have things that we disagree on, but that is, you know, that is, that is okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have to agree on everything. No. You don't have to and even even the way. church even the church we uh, are attending now. There are some things that have been said in the church that we kind of go, hmm. I'm not sure that's how I read that in the Bible, but that's discussions that we have to have between us and between God. Right, and even you know this past Sunday we we were we both were sick last week, and so we we didn't go Sunday because we wanted to give ourselves plenty of time to recuperate, and so we watch the sermon on TV and the pastor applied a verse in the way that I believe it applies, but he doesn't apply that verse in another way that it applies in my opinion, but that's my opinion. And I get right. frustrated about it. And, um, and really, um, you know, but that's okay. We don't have to agree all the time and we don't have to agree with people that we're learning from. That's part of being able to sit under a teacher and take the good and the things that line up with your beliefs and what you read in the scriptures and leave the other stuff. I don't have to think and share the same opinion as him all the time. I don't have to think and share the same opinion as, as my pastor all the time. There are hard and fast rules. Jesus is the son of God. He was sent to die on the cross for our sins and he is the only way to heaven there is no other way those are that's you know that's hard foundational fast. hard and fast rule right but there are other things that i don't necessarily have to agree with you on i can just i i can have my opinion and you can have yours right and so you know that is is one thing that that's really important i believe 
and reading your Bible together or listening to sermons, listening to Christian podcasts, listening and discussing them. Right. Anything that's helping you grow as a Christian individually or together. Right. Is I think is a good is a good activity to be involved in. And you need to and again, like date night, you need to have a set routine, a regular set aside time. Ours was every other Friday night because he got paid on Friday on every other Friday. So every other Friday night we went on date night. That was date night. Um, but you need to have that with your your Bible reading and your Bible study and time together. Have a time set aside once a day or once a week that you're both going to get together and read and and do something to increase your faith and right. your understanding together. And we're talking about faith and we're talking about church. It's very difficult for couples who attend separate churches. Oh, yes. Or one attends church and the other one doesn't. Right. We have a couple we've worked with that that was the situation. Right. And if you don't attend the same church, you're not getting the same message. Nourishment. Nur in enrichment. Yes. And from the word of God. So try to find a common ground. Find there. a common ground. And make it a joint decision between the two of you, a prayerful decision between the two of you, because you have to make major decisions and attending whichever church you're going to attend is a major decision for your for your family, for marriage. your marriage. Yeah. And it has to be a common agreed upon decision between the two of you. And having that worship together, Bible study together activities with other um, people your your age builds bonds and strengthens you as a couple and strengthens you in your relationship with Christ because the Bible says iron sharpens iron you know you need to be around like-minded people iron and iron are like-minded other Christians and you need to encourage and and strengthen each other and sharpen each other and discuss these things with other couples and have those bonds because it grows you, it grow, it grows the community and it, it expands your mind to see what other people are doing and what they're living through. Right. And even though we moved 17 times within my military career, we moved four. So we've moved 21 times total, I guess, counting the four times before I joined the military. But even within even within our moves, we still found a church to attend. Yes. And we sought out Christian friends. And we sought out ways. every every move we made, we sought out Christian friends. Now we didn't necessarily find a church. Two of the moves we had in two of the northern states we were in. Yeah. It's very difficult to find a church. Well, and also we had um we had extenuating circumstances after the car accident and right. me being bedridden and not being able right. to go, it was, it was hard, Right. but we, you know, um, but we still made it a point to read the Bible. We made it a point to um, discuss with each other. Right. Exactly. What we read, we still made it a point to pray. We still had Christian friends that we, that we were in contact with. I mean, we, we laugh now because we talk about, we could go back, anywhere we've lived and look people up and talk and, you know, connect with people. When we were in Florida this summer, we, um, 
we went to uh, three different churches with different couples that we know. Mm -hmm. We had dinner with another couple we know. We had lunch with somebody else. We had, and these are people that we've that we've met through social media, people we've met through um, classes, people we've met through our moving and motorcycle rides. We always look for a motorcycle, a Christian motorcycle group to get involved with because that's a, something we we love to do together and we like to share that and ride with other couples. There, Everywhere we've been, we have established friendships yep. and established bonds. And when we get back there, we love nothing better than reconnecting. Mm-hmm. with those people and we actually connected in tampa with the, with friends that we were friends with in minnesota that now live in tampa florida that we, we, you we know, haven't we, seen we, we haven't with. seen in eight years now i guess oh yeah eight or ten long i mean because they yeah they moved um before we did right and yeah so and that was just so awesome and amazing we went to church with them and went um went to lunch out to lunch with them and it was just so amazing to reconnect with them and same thing um one of my very dear friends went to church with her and then went to lunch with her after church and it was just it's just so fun so you need to have those and and like my friend that we went to church with she's my friend right but she's our friend right i met her online we've worked together speaking and doing um virtual events and and different things and she came through north carolina a couple of years ago and we went out to dinner together and I sent her a message and I said, um, you know, Arnold's planning on coming to dinner with me. Is that okay? And she's like, yeah, you're my sister. So he's my brother. I'm like, awesome. You know, because we expect people to also think of us as one. Right. We don't do the separate thing. Like, I mean, there's times when we do set my daughter-in-law and I went to a women's event, him and our son are going to a Christian golf event on Sunday, um, on uh, Saturday. But so there are things we do separately, separately, but if we're, we, we don't, we try to do as much as possible together. Right. And we, we want people to think of, if you're inviting me, I naturally assume you're inviting him. If you invite him, I assume you're inviting me because we are a team we're a pair right and we don't really you know it'd be like wearing one shoe um you know you just don't get the whole picture that's an uneven walk yeah you just get the whole picture and your feet hurt and it's just it's just not good so you want to have both shoes so you know you need to have both of us because we we just round each other out and make the party better and sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to think without your other half yeah, it's the other half of your brain. That's right. really hard. And then another big one is making decisions together. Mm-hmm. Um, I see so many couples, and especially couples that we've worked with, that have completely different decision-making. And one will make a decision that is the opposite of the other one, but it affects both of them. It affects their family. Right. And it's like, you guys got to get on the same page. You've got to commit to making at least the important things, the really important things, make those as a team. I know like when he decided to enlist in the military, that was not on my radar. It did not come to me. And he could have came home and said, hey, I joined the military today. Whammo. Well, he would have gotten whammoed because I would have whopped him upside the head for doing something like that and not talking to me about it because this is my life too. Right. But he said, commercial came on the radio and he goes, what do you think about that? What do you think if I went in the Air Force Reserves? 
And I'm like, well, I don't know anything about the military. You're the military brat, not me. I just went to a couple air shows when I was a kid. And I only know that because I have pictures of me in front of the planes. I don't even remember it. But I'm like, well, tell me more. What is it involved? What's, what's the commitment? What's the, you know, what, what do we need to do? And then we made the decision together. Prayerfully. Prayerfully. And, and sometimes I like to say, well, it was his fault. You know, we had all these moves and we've done all this stuff. It's his fault, but it's not his fault because we made that decision together. So make decisions together, especially the big decisions. I'm not saying call your spouse and, and ask them what you should have for lunch. If you're, if you're doing that, then there's bigger problems and we need to get you in a reboot real fast. Yes. But make the big decisions together. It fosters unity. It ensures that both parties have a voice. Do not try to be your spouse's voice or take your spouse's voice away. That is one thing that I am so big on is um, my, my show is called Courageous Voices because I want people to have the courage to find their voice, to step up and tell their story. And I see so many times where one spouse or the other is the dominant one and they overtake the other one and they don't give that one a voice in the decisions and in the relationship. And that's just super sad to me because I couldn't, I couldn't live that way. I, it would not have worked for me because I've got to be able to have my opinion right, and be able to feel confident in, expressing it. In the decisions that we're talking about, we're, we're talking about decisions that involve kids. We're talking about decisions that involve purchasing a home, purchasing cars. Big um, decisions. The big decisions. Go, well, where are you going to go to church? Where are you going to church? Where are you going to go on vacation? You know? We're not talking about where we're going to go to dinner on Friday night. No. What, that, what does that mean in the, in the scheme of things? It doesn't. Right. The big decisions that the, rock your the, world. The stuff that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's going to impact you and your family. You need that's going to have to, those uh, discussions. And you need to have those discussions about money. Oh, yes. And how you spend money, how you save money, Which where, where, where you spend money. And I hate that. I hate I hate talking about money. Yep. And they've never had any. So I don't like talking about it. And it's 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 a topic that needs to be needs to be discussed everything needs to be discussed and you know how do you pay your bills when are you paying your bills you know who's paying the bills who's paying the bills what accounts are coming out of you know uh, is there any extra what are we going to do with the extra you know, do you save the extra or do you spend the extra on enjoyment this week and and what are we going to tie then how much are we so tie? All, all of those kind of decisions need to be discussed yes in the beginning of your marriage before your marriage and during your marriage for the rest of your life and it's and it's when you get to a situation like we're in where i'm retired i get paid once a month now mm -hmm. so all of the bills have to be paid at the beginning of the month whether they're due at that time or not and if we get to the end of the month we we we, 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 make, we make a blink and scream right now mm -hmm. because so, you know it's just that's just the way it is that's you know the way it is learning to adjust when you're used to getting Two paychecks a month. And marriage now, on the move. Marriage on the Transition, move. Transition, moving into a new season. Now we're only getting paid once a month. So it's, you know, it, it it's a lot different. Yes. So those are decisions that need to be discussed ahead of time. And, and then during when it's happening that you have to talk about it to, so that you both understand what's going on and where you have ideas to interject or call more talk one off the ledge 
so to speak. Yeah. To keep one from panicking, just to give a, a sounding board to the other one. And we're always amazed at what couples don't discuss. Right. Like when his parent, when his dad passed away, his mom didn't even know the code to get into his dad's phone. They had to guess at it and hope that they didn't guess wrong too many times and it just wiped. Right. How can you not know how to get, I mean, they're just some simple little things that you should know, or at least if you don't want your spouse having access to your phone, write that thing down and put it somewhere. Right. So somebody has it. There's, you know, just things that we that we don't know and, and things that we need to know, we need to discuss. Right. Um. His, his another example. His parents never discussed what kind of service they wanted to have, what kind of burial they wanted to have, any of that. So when his dad had a sudden heart attack and passed away, we were all at a loss. We didn't know what he wanted. Even his mom didn't know what he wanted. And I even asked her. I said, "Y'all never talked about it." And she's like, "Nope, never." And I'm like, "You were in your seventies." How could you never talk about it? We've talked about it since the beginning. I have specific things I want and I do not want. Right. I do not want an open casket. I don't want people looking at me dead. I mean, and that, and if he does that, then I'm going to come back and haunt him. But I mean, there's just specific things, but we've discussed that. And, and so, I mean, you can go overboard where you discuss every little thing, but not discussing enough is really difficult. Right. And especially when it comes to big decisions, like end-of-life decisions, um, do you want to be kept alive on life support? Those kind of things your spouse needs to know. Right. And you need to discuss. And so you Communication. need to keep the discussions open and work as a team to discuss everything together. And that's another powerful tool is communication. Yeah. So... This week, we've been talking about the power of prayer and how prayer strengthens your marriage in different ways you can use prayer and, and discussions to strengthen your marriage. Yeah. So until next time, folks, this has been Sweet Tea. And that. We love y'all. Bye. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.